And I was like, oh, you know what? That makes sense because that's a lot of your fucking content in the pizza dough there. It's just that and yeast. And right. So the water makes yeah, the water makes difference. a difference, man. And it's good water. Like they have like New York City has some of the best water. People told me that. I'm like, get out of here. And I'm like, drink it. And I drank it. And I'm like, I'm well, like, not like, you know, taps. Oh, you're playing Louis Prima? <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. You're talking about New York. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I, you understand that like when, uh, around the holiday, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, shit. Yeah, I started it. Um, Welcome. <laughs> uh, we're back. When, um, especially even now, like during the holidays, Thanksgiving, like when I was living up there, we drive down the macaroni. Um, one of my favorites from him, actually, pennies from heaven. We do the old, old uh, East Massachusetts tour. We go to Needham and Randolph and fucking uh, you know visit family and shit like that. And uh, my my whole dad's side of the family is Italian, and then like one sneaky Scottish guy. And uh, <laughs> I mean, they're potent people. Let's be honest. They don't fuck around either. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of Louis Prima yeah. that we listened to, and even as a kid, like I liked it. I like still, I still, still like, love it. I still love his fucking yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine like how much that guy got laid? Oh my god, it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> like I'm talking probably Elvis numbers. Yeah, of guaranteed. Just, like, he was a huge, huge back yeah. in his day. You know. Everybody, it's like why it's why he's still around because everybody knew who he was. <laughs> no, I still like we'll we'll put it on. Uh, really, only in in front of like other people I band. know that are telling that band. This is that band. Yeah, the big band music. People don't do big band music anymore. Anymore, I. This is like when it was changing, you know. Yep. Like you had that kind of sleazy kind of guineas. sleazy kind of like big band, but kind of like. Bluesy, rock and rollish, you know. No, it was good. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I like. Yeah, because it's very instrumental. Like you have yeah. to be fucking talented. You have to be talented to play. Fuck yeah! Shit. Do you know how strong you have to be to play stand up bass? You have to have the forearms of like a <laughs> yeah. rock climbing key grip. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Louis Prima there for you guys. Little yeah. pennies from heaven. Try to give the people the the correct. Uh, so we don't get gigged too much. No. <laughs> we did kind of go. And you didn't, that. Uh, you didn't play uh, Zuma Zuma. Good for you. I did you not. You played an actual. Uh, well, I, not that I. I actually. I, love I don't Zuma hate Zuma. Zuma uh, yeah, I did say I don't hate any of his yeah. songs. They're all fucking great. good. Yeah. But it's just you know when anybody is like if they know about Lee that's like the one the, song the, the like Angelina and, and um, Zuma Zuma. Yeah. Well, that's the same. That's uh, Angelina. That's that song, and then there's another one. It's like and he doesn't when your moon. When oh yeah, when the that they play it like uh, Olive like Garden, a big pizza pie. Yeah. That, that's Amore. Yeah, that's I, had say, I had to sing the whole song to get it out. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta Sorry. get it out. Man. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, that, no. That, Dean Martin. That would have been the version that I knew. He used to sing that song a lot too. Yeah, that's Amore. I think Dean he Martin actually had the good. biggest Rap money Rap. with it. Rap. You know. Oh fuck yeah. But yeah, Louis Prima, oh, one of my favorites. Yeah, know. good, to, good <laughs> choice on that one. So we're and, talking about New York. And, we are, and, yeah. So anyway, so like uh, you know, after watching Louis' show and like uh, you know, I was like, That's... and Louis C.K. Who? And Louis. What do you think I was talking about? Louis Anderson? No, Who no, do you no, think no. I'm talking about? I don't about? know. Could have been talking about Louis Armstrong. I'm not sure. <laughs> Could have been. I mean, also of, there's great a lot musician, of Louis out there, but not there's relevant. <laughs> there is, but you know, <laughs> considering we're just we don't have short-term memory syndrome here. Yeah. What? Like, huh? <laughs> Where? Hey, a color TV. 
Oh, right, look. Short-term memory yeah. guy. We're not going into that right now. No. Okay. <laughs> Dear God. Stay focused for a fucking second. Um, so, yeah. So, like, after watching the show a lot, uh, and all the restaurants you rec- recommended, and like, I went to, and they're all fucking amazing. Um, but every time his show starts during the intro sequence, he's always eating the slice of fucking pizza in front right. of Ben's Pizzeria, which is right next to the Comedy Cellar. Oh. Yeah, it's that? in Greenwich Village. It's right next to the Comedy ah, Cellar. Village. So, I mean, my whole thing was like, because it didn't look like that the way they shot it. It looked like it was a separate uh, building, but I was like, I need to find that fucking pizza place. I looked it up, and like Ben's Pizzeria was there. I looked it up, like, oh, that's why he fucking eats there. Because it's right there next to the fucking comedy cellar. Before he goes in, does his set, he goes down and gets a slice of fucking pizza. You know, that's yeah. a, get a little get a little sustenance. You know, before he goes out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, tells his, tells his he was starving. But I mean, fuck yeah. it, man. Yeah. If that's if that's better. your routine, hey, do it. Whatever. Up. I have a routine, you know. I mean, I like you know, I get up coffee. I do not have a routine. I have a routine. You fucking know, all I'd over spend, the place. I always have to at least get up like at least like an hour or so before. I actually have to get ready to go to work so I can talk myself into going to work. Uh, you have to talk with yourself? Yeah, like, I, he's like, you can call out today. You know, you can call out. They don't need you today. Yeah, I do that, but that I do that demon, as I'm that getting demon, ready. That demon. Well, he, he continues to talk to me till the end. He's oh, like, sure. You, you can call him right now. You still got time. Up until like you pull in and you shut the car door <laughs> when you're getting out <laughs> you can just and you realize on. there's no turning back. <laughs> back. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> But yeah, no, I get that. It's yep. like, it's like you know, work. you don't have to. You you could you, you could, could take today off, man. You, you could, could you could go ahead and just say, and man, that that bed, like you I could got just that, sleep and it feels so good. That, I got that. I got that uh, new flu. <laughs> I got the new flu. Yeah, yeah. It's the one that only lasts for like eight hours, and, and then you're fine. Hundred <laughs> percent like oh, yeah, recovery. Yeah, you just call that food poisoning. Yeah, it's like nasal nasal problem. Yeah. <laughs> You got appendicitis. I'm like, oh no, it sounds too serious. Like it's fine. I'm fine though. Yeah. But then curious. I then I go into this guilt stage where I'm afraid to like do anything. Yeah. Like like leave my house. Like I feel like if I like drove down the road and went to the convenience store in my neighborhood, like they would just show up out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, like, like, hey, you're like, ah I used to feel like that in the army during the days where we got our shit done but didn't want to tell like our yeah. uh, platoon sergeant or anything. Right. It's like, all right. Like, go to your barracks room. Like, don't be going to the mall. No. Don't be fucking like wandering around like PX ass. and shit like that. Like, get caught. Like, <laughs> stay by your phone. You know, if, it, if you need to yeah. go form up somewhere and like, you know. <laughs> but it's like if we literally got everything done and we weren't doing shit and we we're just waiting on order for something else, why do we have to stand there? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's when you have, if you have a cool squad leader yeah. who is like, literally, I can just call you and we can come back down and start working. You know, yeah. And that's the you know benefit. Like when you're in the field, you can't do that. But when yeah. you're in garrison, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, nine times we used to like like just go down and like hang around in our sheds. Like we had sheds in our in our where our well, we had a yard were. too. Like sometimes yeah. we hang out. So the yard, our dump or, trucks were you know we had sheds yeah. where we kept all of our tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're gonna go down and organize the shed. That meant we were going to go do an absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's when we that's when I'd smoke cigarettes. And that's when you're driving down. You're like, man, I need an appointment today. Yeah. Hey, I need to go to dental. Hey, I gotta go. Over. Hey, I forgot I got that dental thing today. Hey, All I need right, to, man. I need to go to finance. I think yeah. they owe me ten dollars. Yeah, they, they screwed up my check. Yeah, I gotta go talk to them. Like, all right, go to finance. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I got an appointment. Well, it sucked when he actually had to go. Yeah, because then it was because they the horrible. Government doesn't do everything right. <laughs> they don't do anything right. 
But anyway. But anyway, back to so, eating in New York. So I go <laughs> to Ben's Pizzeria, on? and it's fucking fantastic. Um, and uh, I went to uh, the Comedy Cellar, obviously. Like, I didn't go to see anybody specific. And in fact, like, this is when Louis was really popular. I went down there, and the first comedian that came up, and he was like, I know what everybody's thinking, not Louis. All right. I, <laughs> <laughs> but he was really funny, and he had a, um, I still don't know who this guy was. And he gave me half a pizza at the Treetop Cafe. It's right above Comedy Cellar. I went there after that. Anyway, yeah. so it's, uh, so he gets up there, he's doing his, his set, and he's talking about, he's like, you know, they just moved to New York a couple months ago. Uh, and I'm walking down the street and I see this ambulance drive by and this homeless guy flips him off. <laughs> and like, I, you know, when I first moved to the city, I would have been like, well, that's horrible that ambulance is going somewhere to help somebody. Why would you do that? But it's like, but now I've been living in New York city for a while and I'm like, yeah, fuck that ambulance. Driving. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> Motherfucker coming driving down here with his fucking sirens blaring and shit trying to save but people. But that's that's probably the more like that's that's definitely like a sign that you live in New York City is like, yeah, fuck that ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> like, like fuck you trying to help somebody. The weird thing <laughs> like what I noticed about New York, like like the different accents inside the city. Yeah, like Brooklyn's different Brooklyn than Long Island, Queens it's different than Staten Island, Queen. So yeah, it is. Yep. It's so it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. You know, <laughs> different. Yeah. Well, that's like when we said, like, you have different like areas that are not like blended together. They're all separate. Like you can go to the Ukrainian village, Little Italy, China, Chinatown, yeah. all this stuff. Same thing with accents. You can go to Brooklyn, Queens, Staten yeah. Island, Long Island. Uh, I pretty much everyone has a different accent. Much of a Brooklyn accent. But I did hear the Queens accent. Like I was at one end of this this, this store. And I was hey, like, yeah, and you, the guy was like, hey, you man, you going to Spiders tonight? Yeah, we're going to get down. You, are your sister going to be there? Yeah. I'm like completely different accent than Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn's like, hey, what's up? Fuck you, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I think if I grew up there, I'd just be a mentally ill Long Island cunt. I think that's yeah. what I would be. Yeah. Luckily, I, I grew up in the fucking uh, Vermont New- area Vermont. with parents that are straight out of Boston. So, I mean, it's <laughs> it rubs off a yeah. little bit. You, you, don't, yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't just like. Turn around a bunch of like uh, hillbillies that sound like they have a mouthful of taffy the entire time. <laughs> oh, you know, you old backhoe on the fucking on the hill there. Oh, I'm going, going like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying right now? Is that English? Are you trying? Trying. You have four teeth. <laughs> what the fuck? So I mean, it's, yep. you would you would think I wouldn't fit in there, but yeah, you know, funny guy. So I did. Yeah, okay. because it's like anybody I meet. Pretty much, it's like anybody I meet from the uh, Boston surrounding areas, or you know, in Boston, you're either hilarious or you're mentally ill. <laughs> um, there's really <laughs> like the you know, you're either somebody who's like tells it like it is, doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks, and has a really good uh, sense of like timing and like uh, inflection and tone, can tell a story. Uh, and then there's the people who are just 100% full of shit and probably it's something that's not subclinical. <laughs> like it's something that you need medication and therapy over. The habitual liar. Oh yeah, yeah. fucking path. Oh, they God. lie because they're bored, they lie to get attention, they lie to, yeah, it's fucking that crazy. Was, and there's no middle ground. Yeah. None. Been my older cousin. He was a, a, a habitual liar. Yeah, he could not. not I've known he a could few. not not lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. And he would look you dead in the eyes and tell you the yeah. thing that 
you know is the most full of shit, and it's only the two of you there. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like there's an audience <laughs> where you can play up to. And it's like, yeah. we just talked about this five yeah. seconds ago. How are you? That's not what what I said. How the <laughs> fuck can you do that? Like it just I end the sentence, and then you tell me I just said a different sentence. Like something's gonna change because you said that. Right. Like, <laughs> you gaslighting narcissistic coward. Oh yeah. So it's either it's like the the funniest people or the biggest shit bags, and I think that's what creates the funny people because yeah. you either <laughs> notice the craziness around you. And that's when you get really good at reading people, which I think is what makes you good at comedy. Yeah. You know, not to say as fucking if I have anything to do with that, but just saying like comedians in general, I think, you know, right. observation, well, the observation and being of, able the, to of read the human nature. And, yeah. Being yeah. able to translate that into a short story, yeah. you know, that's funny, aka yeah. a fucking I, joke. Continuously, like, you know, in, in the job that I do. And, you know, I mean, I, I like, even in like, caterings and things like that yeah you know, I, i'll make up stories now, about food the, industry people are funny i will too. Ma- i will make up stories about like the gig we're doing you know, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. about the <laughs> people around us yeah you, you get know? a story going i yeah. get up my own story going you know and i've been to places where like i've read the crowd and i'm just like the this is like not really going well you know like i went out in columbia and did this this gig and and it was um, Columbia, guy, Tennessee. Columbia, he wasn't, Tennessee. He wasn't snorting pink no, coke. Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, and we, this guy's birthday party, he hired us. And we get there. Mm. And obviously, immediately, I can tell, like, there's, like, an odd air, you know? Like, there's... Tension this, or there's, what? I, I don't know if you consider it tension, but definitely, like, there was... What, what I'm pretty sure was what everybody happened, just, like, vapid and stupid well, to the point where it's like, well, I can Well, I'm taste pretty it? sure what has happened was, is that... The, the guy who Where was having the from? birthday, he was he was probably I would say maybe mid sixties. Okay, I don't know. I didn't check on his what his birthday he was celebrating. Yeah, but obviously he had gotten a new wife. Yeah, what happened to the old and, one? And Fuck. Well, I'm pretty he sure that the kids from the old wife, the, the the old kids, the kids from the old wife were there, probably at the birthday. Party. How upset were they? Upset with their or kids, happy? with their young kids. <laughs> And you could just feel this weird, and like, and then like the new wife who was old too. <laughs> okay, I was about to but say she like, was, she was like, twenty three. She was like the uh, hey, like they were this guy's around, name is like, Woody they're Allen. Running, they're running around like her. I, I knew, I'm pretty sure it was her sister, but it was like you know, like like he'd met her, and there was she's like, hey, we're having so much fun here. Look, Jesus we're, fucking like, Christ, wearing yeah, okay. like some hippie clothes and shit, and it just, I'm just like, and it's like, and as soon as like you know, like. Food went out, cake came out, happy birthday got song, sang, mm. and like all of his kids, that side of the family left. Oh, that's <laughs> they yeah, okay. Left. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know? And I'm sitting there and I'm kinda like like on and I'm seeing all this kind of like I'm like I'm like, this is there's there's like some tension going on around here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's some fucking tension at this birthday party. Somebody's like, What do you mean? I'm like I'm like, look what's going on. I was like, see those people over there? They haven't talked to that guy yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but just like, and he had like a ton of money. It was like on a farm, big farm out there and shit. And we yeah. drive in, he's like a little skeet shoot setting up. On, That's you know. cool. I used to like skeet shooting. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in fucking years now. I used to like doing it though. Yeah, it's fun. Because it's cheap. Like, you know, skeet. Like you can buy the thing for like it's pretty fucking cheap. You get a bunch yeah, of you, shotgun you shells. Just, you, you can buy spend a bunch of fucking bird shot. And, yeah, you know, a couple hours of fun. 
for a low amount of money. A low and amount you, of money. You don't get to shoot a pedophile, but, but you get to shoot some skeet. You get to shoot some clay pigeons. Yeah. You got to have the thrower. You just tape Rosenbaum's face to him as they're spinning out there. Child fucker. <sighs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Now he's dead. Karma yeah. has a unique way of sorting things out. Doesn't but, it? you know, I, <laughs> I just want to, like, you know, it's just... Uh, Keep in my mind the picture of people like carrying posters with his his face on it that were protesting. It's <laughs> like, man, if only you could see the irony. Yeah, if only. If and only. It all and it wouldn't diminish. Like it doesn't mean like everything democratic has to go away. No. Like no, no. That just means that it was like, oh, well, okay. So I thought this was what's going on, but this wasn't what was going on. And this guy's a horrible person. A total douche douchebag. So even Terrible if it was like child fucker, even if it was like, hey, I made a bunch of stupid statements and then more information came out. You know what? I'm just not going to say anything anymore, which irritates me that people just like, you know, pretend like they weren't there and shut up and run away. But at the same time, if if that's the option over carrying fucking protest signs and doubling down on stupid bullshit, please just shut up and go away. Exactly. Because this is there is no fucking yeah. reality out there. When, when when did ignorance become the uh, the uh, the uh, the trendy new norm? trendy in the yeah new it's norm. trendy that's why yeah it's like one now thing I've norm. learned you know I guess I guess maybe like being you know a I, I was I was listening to an interview with uh, Quentin Tarantino and he was talking about how like you know um, talking the sixties generation had yeah. like you know that movement you know, and they had their music and and vietnam and all this and all yeah. the protesting and everything they had that yeah. where you know gen x what we had was tv and it became relevant for us to want to talk about because it was a huge part of our life so and he's talking about writing dialogue and he's like you know he's like you know like, you know, like an example of him saying, oh, you know, like two guys talking in a car and mm-hmm. they, one guy's like, oh, you remember that show with the guy with the, you know, he ran a diner and something. Then the guy goes, oh, yeah, Alice. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're yeah. like, yeah, Alice. And it's like, that's kind of, that's, that was kind of the things that were important to us because that's what we had. Okay. You know, and yeah. that's kind of like, you know, so I guess being a student of like, you know, TV and news and. I other mean, things you you i don't know i mean maybe gen x actually like looks into well, it better than you know than the millennial right. or you know well whatever the, uh, new, the new one is i don't know what the new one is gen z gen z all them guys you know they only know outrage you know and instant news and instant you know twitter feeds well, well, we had to like, um, like, yo, or it just disappeared, you know, or like the news we didn't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, uh, I think it's just maybe our generation just. You, uh, you enlighten me on, on <laughs> some candy stuff. So I'm going to make an attempt to enlighten you on some generational stuff yeah. because throughout my observations, I really hate the uh, generational crap to start with. Uh, it's because the people that I knew that grew up in the 60s. Uh, that's act just like the what you would consider a millennial now. Yeah. So true. what's yeah, ironic you're, you're about right. that is the dirty um, hippie, you know. Well, what's the, it's not even that it wasn't the hippies. It was the almost middle class people that just wanted to adopt a different identity, which happened back then and happened for the second time 
with millennials. So this wasn't the first time that this right. happened. The first time it happened was in the 60s, the late 60s. Right. The second time it happened was late 90s, right. early 2000s, right. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and because I feel like throughout my life, I've been that guy like trying to outrun the tornado that's right behind him. And it's catching up. Right. Because I was catching the tail end of everything. Like the tail end of like growing up was kind of kind of normal. Gen X, like we'll talk about that in a minute. But like is kind of normal. And then at the same and then I went in the military and that was at the tail end. Like I was literally the last uh unit um to uh be wearing BDUs. When I was getting on the plane leaving basic training, everyone had ACUs after that. Yeah. So I was the last one in like the older army. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't the old army, but still, like, not the... Right, it was my army. It was not the pajama-wearing ACU, you know. It was mine when you Which we ended up switching to that towards the end of my active duty career and into my reserve career. Right. Um, But for that first little bit, like I said, I feel like them guys, like, jumping off the boat as it's it's exploding. Like, just fucking barely making it out so I get one taste of normalcy, but then it kind of goes away. Yeah. Because it's speeding up. Interesting outlook on that. Um, I can see what you're talking about, though, for sure. But I, like I, that I, was the that was when it was still like you know you were proud of being like disciplined and shit like that. Right. And not to say that um, after that people weren't disciplined, but there was a visible change right. in the way the military was, specifically the army, because we were both in the army. Right. But uh, there was a visible change in and right. um, the amount because like to press your uniform, shine your boots, boots. like, and then also yeah. like the training was a little more intense they yep. uh they introduced like they really lessened the training like me like a you know, basic training i got to call somebody once a week to tell them that i wasn't dead dead yeah and i had to wait in a long ass lane to do right. it and you get five minutes it's kind of like right. the army the army is kind of like being in prison right you you had no we bit. had no access to any outside like none of the child's hall, hall, halls had tvs no. It's like the only Fuck news, no. like the only news that I remember ever getting, like when I was in basic training, was running out of the mess hall and reading the the the, the USA oh, the Today paper box that sat outside for the drills to come buy papers. I got a lot. We, of we weren't papers, allowed. To, yeah. We weren't allowed to buy papers. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know. I, we, no, yeah, we, we just sit there and like read the headline real quick, like what's going on in the world right now. Bup, 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 bup. You know? No, I never actually. Yeah. The yeah. only way I found out about news was like because my a mom was clipping. Or well, something. I get a lot of letters. Yeah. Uh, so my mom would write me a girlfriend at the time would write yeah. me. Like, you know, it's shit like that. Um, I so. get a little news like little like my wife. But yeah, I never like we never got time. any newspapers. No, we had no, no, uh, no access to the outside world. Only what was going I, on in there. <laughs> I, I don't know what I am religiously, but I I went to a Christian church, you know, once a week because that you could get time off to do that, yeah. and then I could. You, you didn't know. have to stay back and clean the barracks. Exactly, I didn't want to clean the barracks, so, <laughs> so you go to church and go to sleep. Which I didn't do that. You for go the, to church and sleep. <laughs> which I didn't do that for the first couple of weeks. So I was like, man, I feel guilty about doing that. But after the first couple of weeks of doing it, I'm like, no, I'm fucking. Sleeping, um, non-denominational, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah. Christian body of Christ. Yeah, praise Lord. I love. I'm just. Allah. I'm not whatever. The, <laughs> I don't want to be the diddling ones. You know, I don't want. <laughs> just put me in that category. I, I stayed back a few times. You know, I didn't go to church a few times on Sundays. And no, I, was saying, it was, I didn't it was do it the whole cool. time. It was pretty yeah. cool. I mean, you just like hide out. You know, 
basically is what it is. You know, and the drills were usually kind of a little lighter on Sunday too. I always noticed, like what we had, like I don't remember. Yeah, kind like of, like yeah. half, of, like most of the people would go and you know go to church, and then it was like you and the yeah, and the, and like the well, yeah, I remember drill, it being one, a little more lax. And the drill yeah. was was in charge of all of all the uh, all the squads. Yeah, they only had one drill on on Sundays. Like yeah, they had yeah, the morning drill on Sunday, and then correct, yeah, the, the, the afternoon guy, then the night guy, and that was it. You didn't have the whole the whole crew there. Fuck yeah. So he was in charge of all of the whole bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So he was just like, fuck this, you know, go down and come down and give you shit, you know, maybe roust you a little. And, but most of the time you just sit down there. Like the one guy, Sergeant, Sergeant Shifford, he would just Mm -hmm. sit there and tell us stories. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell us us army stories. I had one like that. And then we had uh, the one drill who was 82nd airborne. Like he did like, like halo jumps and shit and like shattered his, like his whole like knee and ankle were all plastic and shit, and <laughs> and and he used to like. Did he, he pop a riser? I'm I sorry, don't know. It's a Jeremy but he used, he's like, but he used to come and he would always like talk about you know he was, he was always concerned with the, the hygiene of the barracks. Oh and yeah, he'd come and go. Ninety eight percent of household dust <laughs> oh, is God, human yeah. skin. True. Do you want to yeah, live in human skin? No, I don't want to live in human skin. And neither should you clean this place up. <laughs> it's just we, like, uh, I had I'm like, a, that's just so why? God, it's gross. You're right. I don't want to live on human skin. And there's a lot of us in here. <laughs> I had one. He's girl. like, get the dust bunnies. Fuck <laughs> get them. And one drill sergeant or is drill sergeant Stam. And then there was um, this other guy. Fuck. I forget his name. I wish I did. And he was a, uh, he was out of Louisiana, and like I'm, I'm talking like Louisiana. Yeah. Like I uh, had a really hard time. time on, yeah. My my squad, what my, the my fuck platoon he was sergeant saying. in Haiti, he was, he was country as fuck. Because I mean, I'm I had never left New England. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even understand a southern accent. <laughs> yeah. So imagine just like the first southern accent I hear is uh, some Cajun dude. I'm like <laughs> this is nonsense. <laughs> this is not a language. What the fuck? And by the end of it, though, yeah, you know what? You I, could, I could understand him. I could. But to start out with, like you're saying, he's kind of going over the schedule of you know how it works after we got the shit smoked out of us because uh, we you know like just arrived and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's what you they know, do. They just fucking beat you down. You know, the first week they're just on your on and you. Go peachy. Formation. You go. You go show. And then uh, mm-hmm. go uh, train. Uh, go uh, hill. And uh, and, uh, we're going to go shower. I was like, why is this guy having us take so many showers? We're taking three fucking showers and it's not even the end of the day. You know what he was saying? Chow. Chow. He was saying chow. Chow. And it took me going through the day and being like, oh, well, okay. So we're not. Because at first I'm like, why am I taking three fucking showers? Why is this guy? What does he want? (laughs) Why? What? What's up with the, Do we have time for all these showers? I know. It's like, I understand you want to be clean, but fuck, man. I was like, basic. I Shit. imagine I'm going to get a little Shit. dirty. Like, getting the shower was yeah. like the, the, the hardest part. <laughs> Is there that much jizz just floating down the drain? Like, you got to go in there and you're like, hey, we got to keep the water running. Yeah. Otherwise, if you stop, like, the whole world stops. Steps. Yeah. Shower, showering and basic training was a joke. Yeah, That's funny. <laughs> I had a couple of Puerto Ricans that I went to basic with. Those guys are hilarious. Vega and uh, Hernandez. <laughs> Hernandez. Like, they would uh, always give each other shit and fucking um, 
there was a I could always talk to uh, the Puerto Ricans because I was really big into cars and everything. And they know right. Fast and Furious yeah. was popular, so I was big in right. import cars, like Japanese imports. So I was like, if nothing else, if you find a, a Spanish guy, it's only it's mostly the guys. I've known chicks over in there too, but right, uh, you can always talk to them about cars because <laughs> they're all in the cars. Like a RX seven, like yeah, yeah, an RX seven. You have like an Accord and like twenty twos and like. <laughs> <laughs> True that. They're uh, interesting people. That's some right good tone. Yeah, I had some great times in the army. I'm not gonna lie. I no, mean, yeah, it was like crazy chaotic best, times, and I've had yeah, the had best of times and the worst, worst of times. times. Yeah, yeah, you know, totally. It's true. The truth, you know. Yeah. And we all kind of just bonded together. <laughs> that was why it was the best of times. Yeah. Because if it wasn't, it would have been the worst of times the whole time. You know? Yeah. That's very true. You got to split it up. Because if nothing up. else, like, if I'm going out, I'm going out funny. Like, if I'm going out and I know I'm going to die, I'm going to crack a joke. And then, yeah. you know, we're going to have that moment. And that's how I'd want to go. What do you got? What are you playing? What are you watching? Oh. We were in my phone. Figure we roll it out. Uh, yeah. Since you talked about cars and loving cars, I love a car. I grew up in the car generation. Yeah. Because, you know, Randy Newman says it the best. Does he? <laughs> he does. He does. He, he, does. Really? he does. What does he say the car. best? Because I. I... <laughs> in cars. All right, you sold me on it. Yeah. He later on became like a stunt pilot. Yeah, which is fucking badass. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It is. Actually, somebody said, I think I heard somewhere that he actually getting going out on the road again. No shit. Yeah. That would be and fucking cool. See. Hell yeah. Because he had like tons of hits. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? No, this is uber was, 80s. Yeah, this I was there. That's actually music. like 78, I really? think. Or 79. Oh shit! Oh, say. My full shit twice. Yeah, tonight. I mean, it, you would, you would. Hey. It, it is viewed as the quintessential '80s song, though. I thought that was. Uh... I don't know. What would be the one quintessential '80s 